2023, and it seems like this year just flew by. It's because we've been fighting day in and day out, 24-7, never stopping. Big shout out to Eddie from Louisiana. Good morning, Sandy. How are you? L. Dooley in the building. Nancy, hello. How are you? Halo 2001 from Washington State. Good to see you. Wendy from Pennsylvania. Gotta love us some Wendy from Pennsylvania. Every time I see her somewhere, big old hug. And uh, definitely appreciate all the work that you guys are, are helping me do, helping LFA do, sharing, the liking, all of it. That reminds me, if you're just joining in for today's broadcast, please click that thumbs up button. Just smash it. By the way, Eli, guess what I found out? How you doing, Drew from Philly? Good to see you. I found out last night that you can even press the thumbs up watching on Roku and Fire Stick. I was watching it on Fire Stick last night, and I, I pressed up, you know, like when this, the screen is up, and I pressed uh, just the up button, and the, and the little thumb come up. Thumbs up, thumbs down. So I hit that thumbs up, and I'm like, oh, you can even click the thumbs up on Roku and Fire Stick now, so there's no excuse for you not to be hitting that thumbs up and make sure you share to all of your social media platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot to talk about today. In the first hour, obviously, we're going to go over this, uh, the Colorado Supreme Court election interference. Obviously, that's going to be a big topic, the first topic of the first and foremost section today. But we've got a lot more to talk about because that's not even a big bad thing. That's just every day as usual trying to smear Donald Trump. And if you follow me on Instagram, then you probably saw my video last night. By the way, if you go to the homepage of this Rumble channel of LFA TV, where you see all the other shows listed, there is also in the top right-hand section a um, all of our social media. So you can go follow me on Instagram. You can click the Twitter or the X. And uh, I believe what else is up there? Maybe Telegram or something. But definitely follow us. Follow me on social media uh, because I put out a, a little video last night concerning that. In the first hour, we're also going to be talking about what the Trump team has to say about that. We're going to be talking about what news stations are saying about what Colorado did last night and the Supreme Court tried to do there. We're going to be talking about the findings. We've got an update on the election 2020 audit findings in Georgia. Big news there. We're going to be talking about Hunter Biden and how he's being hidden by the White House and traveling with Joe Biden, keeping him away from the news, keeping him away from press conferences. We're going to be talking about some J6 prisoners. Obviously, we're going to be talking about some updates with the border. We have military uh, military men and women who are kind of basically defying Joe Biden, their sniffer and thief, by putting out videos in uniform about how terrible it is to be in the military today. We've got a lot more to cover in the first hour than that. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being here. And here's what we're going to do right now. We are going to go and we are going to watch two videos of the left collapsing in on itself. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The left collapsing in on itself. And when they start eating their own, that's when it starts getting enjoyable to watch. The first one that we're going to bring up today is D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. You remember Muriel Bowser, right? She's the one that had him put Black Lives Matter on the road leading up to the White House because she wanted Donald Trump to see it every day. Well, she's about as dumb and worthless as a pile of dog crap. However, it is really great when you see her trying to do a Christmas party. She's trying to um, basically address the people of D.C. and she's being drowned out by anti-Israel protesters, the same people that this party embraces and loves. And then she starts getting weird and starts singing. You're not going to believe it until you see it. I want to, before we go there, I want to say, Tina, thank you very much. 
$100 Christmas present for me and you, Eli. Guess we're going to go indoor golfing with that. Guess we're going to go to the indoor golf course with that and do some virtual golfing. Thank you for that. Me and Eli have been, have been uh, wanting to go do that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead. Let's roll it. Happy, happy. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. These are our DC values. We respect one another. We love one another. And we stand side by side with each other. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. We would like our guests to respect the DC residents who are here. Imam Abdul Malik, join me. Rabbi Goldstein, join me. Reverend Dr. Wilson Brown, join me. DC residents, join me. DC residents, join me. We are in a world, certainly, with difficult times. This little light of mine, what? I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> what? This little light of mine, <laughs> I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I'm a <laughs> wow, she started hitting the t- this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Why was she doing that? She's not a Christian, number one. Number two, that was the most cringiest, weirdest transition that I have ever seen going from, I, I just want to... Uh, uh, these D.C. residents and these D.C. citizens that we're so proud and we love and we hate and oh, well, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Eli, what do you think of that? What do you- <laughs> I have no clue what just happened, Heather Molson said. Heather, I don't have a clue what happened either, my dear. I don't know what that was. I don't know what it was supposed to be, and I don't know what it was. But Eli's going to really like this next one a lot better. Eli despises this man at a molecular level, at an atomic level. Since the moment of his conception, Eli has said, I can't stand this man. Actually, I think he's older than Eli. But either way, the moment Eli was born, Alec Baldwin has been somebody that Eli just despises. Am I I right? You don't like that man? No. No, no, no. Tom Hanks or Alec Baldwin, who's worse? (laughs) <laughs> he says that's a toss-up well alec baldwin got his uh share of democrat left-wing heckling uh from these anti-israel palestinian from the river tunisee you can't be as dumb as me people and he got swarmed by them in De- in, in new york and needed nypd there to help him mr defund the cops himself 
Needed the NYPD there. Roll it. You guys and children. You already got your mind made up. What a big question you got, right? Oh, ask you a question. I'm, I'm in Hollywood. Is that your answer? Is that your answer? You ask stupid questions. Do you condemn? Ask me a stupid question. I bet he wouldn't be so tough without the NYPD there, Eli. he got private escort. Why? What's so special about the guy? Because he's got money? I agree with him on that one. Why does he have private security at taxpayer expense? Alex Baldwin, you have kids. That's crazy. Didn't know Alex Baldwin was in the NYPD I just want to say, I've been standing out here in the freezing cold for a long time. I have to go to the bathroom. I have to pee. So then he goes and he, he then goes and does Donald Trump uh, impressions after that. Um, first of all, he should have had private security if he needed any security at all. Second of all, Palestine doesn't exist. It's not a country at all. It's not, it doesn't have borders doesn't have a president, doesn't have currency, doesn't have laws. The only law that it does have is under Hamas, which kills and rapes everybody anyway. Palestine does not exist. Boy, a lot of people get really mad with Jeremy Harrell online when I say that. And it is what it is. A long, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, all of these people are going down. Their time is coming. Look at my, did anybody get a chance to look at the thumbnail today? Did anybody get a chance to look at the perfection that producer Eli put together with that thumbnail today. I think everybody needs to go back out and look at that thumbnail real quick because I don't think there's a better representation to we're coming for you than that. I don't think there's a better one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right now we are going to go to the book, good book. We are going to go to the Lord right now um, on this December 20th year of our Lord because as evil is eating itself because it cannot defeat the good, as the dark is eating itself because it cannot defeat the light, and you cannot beat God, and you can't beat Trump, well, ladies and gentlemen, we might as well go to the Lord now, December 20th. As you exert your will to abstain from ungodly behavior, there is abundant help available to you in this battle. You don't have to go it alone. 
faith, hope, and love all work together to shield you as you journey through this world. They also keep you close to me. Now, if you open your Bibles now or later to 1 Thessalonians 5, 8, most of you know it. Since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. Speaking of the armor of God, which you can then reference by going to Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. How about Ephesians 6, 14 and 15? It says, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Are you guys really that concerned with what Colorado just did to President Trump? Or are you a child of God that understands that you're living in the promises of God? Understanding that we are wearing an armor of God. And if anybody has got on that breastplate of righteousness, it is President Donald J. Trump. Before you turn out the light tonight, folks, suit up tonight so you may go forth with self-control tomorrow. Friday, I will be fasting for President Donald J. Trump and the people of this country. I'll be fasting for the Constitution to take place once again. I will be fasting and praying that the Supreme Court of the United States not only Um, takes this case quickly and overturns it quickly, which they will, but they also go and do a uh, a ruling on Jack Smith's expedited case so that all cases will stop. That's what I want for Christmas. You ask me what I want for Christmas, that is what I want for Christmas. So if you'd like to join me Friday in fasting and praying, please do that. I know some people are doing that tomorrow, and I'll be praying right along with you. Please remove your hats, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sandy says, I will fast. Fear not my God, but I fear my God, says the one I am. I love having such a great, fiery, and awesome gospel-filled audience, ladies and gentlemen. All right, before we go to the first and foremost section of the day, I do want to talk about our sponsor of the first and foremost section today. And ladies and gentlemen, since there's only five days left till Christmas, and since you have such loved ones in your family, and since there's 40% off allowing you to afford some of these luxury beautiful items, that is CozyEarth.com. It doesn't matter if it's sheets. It doesn't matter if it's blankets. It doesn't matter if it's pillowcases, pajamas. It doesn't matter if it's just loungewear around the house, ladies and gentlemen. Cozy Earth has got you covered with 100% bamboo products that will feel like the gospel on your skin, especially after you use OFP Farm Soap, I might add. They want to be able to pamper you from 6 p.m. until 8 a.m. And if you're about to start your Christmas shopping, ladies and gentlemen, anything that Cozy Earth would be a dream 
to receive for anyone in your family. Jammies and loungewear for women and men and all the best betting. And in speaking of betting, you can get 40% off all betting and up to 40% off everything else. If you go to CozyEarth.com today, that's CozyEarth.com. Use the promo code LFA at the time of purchase and you will get 10% off. Discover the difference, ladies and gentlemen. CozyEarth.com and they are guaranteed to be better after every wash or your money back after 100 days. Big shout out to bowling fan, Eli. Bowling fan just said for Eli and Jeremy, thank you for all you do. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. We'll give you a thumbs up. God bless you and thank you for that help. We understand um, that we're all in this together and you understand that this is a viewer-funded network And we've got a long ways to go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, lift up your cups. I do not have any coffee this morning because I am Field of Greens-ing it right now. So if you've got Field of Greens, lift it up, and let's have our first slizzer for the day. Eli, you got yours? Oh, look at that. Eli's got his Field of Greens. Yeah, baby. Shake it up. Shake it up. All right, here we go. Mm, 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 mm. Man, I love that Field of Greens, Eli. I'm not kidding. That stuff is the bomb diggity. All right, folks, first and foremost section, you guys probably already know. If you don't, let me bring you up to speed as we are now 24 minutes past the hour. We have 4,100 people watching. If you could do me a favor, everybody, do some sharing. And you know what? I'm going to ask for a round of sharing every half an hour because we got to get new eyeballs in here, right? You guys have probably heard last night that the Colorado Supreme Court made up of all Democrats. Let me say that one more time for everybody in the back. Made up of all Democrats, And if you just look at them, you don't even have to know that they're Democrats to know they're Democrats. Made up of all Democrats decided that they were going to take it upon themselves. No court case, no charges, no criminal charges, no anything. Failed impeachment one, failed impeachment two. January 6th wasn't able to do any, January 6th committee wasn't able to do anything about it. Court cases are falling apart left and right. And the Colorado Supreme Court decided they were going to make a ruling on something that wasn't even in their courts. Donald Trump being guilty of some kind of a crime that would exclude him from being on the ballot in the state of Colorado. A, that is completely out of their jurisdiction. They have no case that they're presiding over that has anything to do with criminalities when it comes to Donald J. Trump. They literally feel like Donald Trump should not be able to be on the ballot. So because of their stupid, worthless, Democrat, Marxist, puppet, do what they're told, loser feelings, uh, tell them, they can't just do that based on feelings. They would need to be an actual criminal case that they were presiding over or making a ruling on an appellate uh, attempt. There's absolutely no jurisdiction, no power that they have to be able to do this. This will be overturned by the Supreme Court like that, ladies and gentlemen, because, again, there's no legal precedent for them to do this. This isn't like they're presiding over something that they have a jurisdiction where they can rule something like this. They don't. They just said, we feel like he shouldn't be on the ballot, so we're getting him off the ballot. It's that simple. Now, believe it or not, out of all the Democrat Supreme Court justices, three of them actually sided with constitutional law. But four of them had their tampons shoved so far up their anuses and vaginas that they said, you know what? We are TDS orange man bad losers, and we don't want him on the ballot here in, Cal- in Colorado. I have a feeling those people are, are going to get criminally charged at some point. But again, 
we're coming for you. So if you want to know who these four losers are, I will gladly um, show you who they are. But before we do, I want to read a little bit here of this story. The court dubiously cited Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment, which states public officials have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. may be disqualified from public office. Excuse me. No charges ever for insurrection or any of that stuff. No charges that he led a rebellion. Nope. No charges that he did anything. He's not guilty of anything. Jack Smith is trying, but he'll fail. Trump did not engage in an insurrection, nor has he been charged with one. If I tell DeClues, or if I tell Mary, or if I tell Bill, or if I tell Linda, or if I tell Brad, or if I tell CQ, you guys should go burn down a building. And they go burn down that building. Guess who's not going to be criminally charged? Me, because I didn't do anything. And you have freedom of speech to say whatever you want. He didn't engage in. He didn't order. As a matter of fact, he did the exact opposite. So they have no ruling here. There's no jurisdiction here. And they're all just a bunch of losers hoping that they can do anything, anything. Please, please, please. We've got to stop this man. We got to get him off the ballot. Oh, crybabies. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to, uh, I want to, who are the four? I have a, Eli, where's that picture I sent you of the four, uh, the four justices? Yeah, for some reason I don't have it now. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I got it. I'll go get it. Um, all righty. So here's the four right here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's pull them up. Uh, this is a picture of all four of them, and I want to get this on the screen so you can see it. So there we go. There we go. Those are the ones that are circled. I want to thank. Uh, Tori Brooke, Atoria Brooke for this. this she's, she's awesome. And uh, I, got, I got the uh, opportunity to, to, to work with her in when we did the uh, Erie, Pennsylvania rally. But here's the four, ladies and gentlemen. Their, their heads are circled right there. Okay? Each one of these losers, we're coming for you. Now, the other three are also Democrats. They're all Democrat-appointed Supreme Court justices who think that they're uh, that they've got some kind of um, some kind of power or jurisdiction in this matter, and they don't. They don't. They have no ability to do this, but they did it anyway. Now, here's what's happening for everybody who needs to know. As of right now, Donald Trump is not off the ballot. Donald Trump has until January 4th of this coming year, 2024, to appeal this to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court to make a decision. This is pending. It's actually stayed. There was no reason. Last night I did a, an Instagram video that said a federal judge will stay this immediately. There was no need to do that, so I kind of misspoke. They stayed it. They made the ruling, and then they made the rule to stay that ruling until the Supreme Court sees it, until the Supreme Court hears it and makes a ruling on it. So they really did absolutely nothing. They did absolutely nothing. And most people don't know that. You're going to get podcasters and content creators all day that go, that try to fear monger you into believing that Donald Trump will not be on the ballot in Colorado or that Donald Trump is not on the ballot 
in Colorado. He actually is right now on the ballot. They stayed their own decision because they knew they were wrong. Because they stayed their own decision, because they knew they were wrong, you also must know that they know that this will be kicked back to them quicker, as quick as, as the Supreme Court sees it. You want to know why? They don't care. This is not about a conviction. This is not about actually keeping him off the ballot. There's nothing that they can do to keep him off the ballot. And if it were to stay, Colorado will burn, followed by every other state. And we will be in that full-blown civil war that they want to be in so bad. So guess what? I'm your Huckleberry. Make our day. We've been waiting for this just as long as you have. We've been wanting to crack some skull just as long as you have been crying and whining that you think that's what you want to. Make our day. We're literally, I think we're at that point where we must stomp some heads in order to get this country back. Because right now, as you've seen those police, oh, they're helping the losers, right? Right now, these brown shirts are helping the people that are out there causing the most trouble. Well, sooner or later, those people are not going to be around you, helping you. And all of you will, will get the justice that you deserve. Okay? And Do- Donald Trump needs to go right to Colorado and do a major rally right away. He needs to go there right away. So again, Donald Trump is not off the ballot right now. And they know that he's not going to be off the ballot, which is why they stayed their own decision until January 4th. So the LFA audience is in the know. You guys don't have to freak out. You guys don't have to be fear-mongered into donating or something like that to somebody just because they're in the know. I guarantee you every Q person out there is trying to fear-monger you into believing that Donald Trump truly will not be on the ballot. Now, of course, the Trump team had a, had a fiery uh, response. Um, and we'll get to that right away. The voters demanded a state trial court in Denver to block Griswold from taking any action that would allow Trump to access the ballot. And according to CNBC, the state Supreme Court stayed its ruling, exactly, from taking effect until January 4th, subject to further appellate proceedings. Now the Trump campaign has weighed in on the Supreme Court's outrageous filing, or ruling, excuse me. Spokesman Steve Shung unleashed a fire response, blasting the court, Joe Biden, and the radical left, and Soros groups who brought the suit to begin with. He also vowed that the Trump campaign would take the case directly to the Supreme Court. And unsurprisingly, the all-Democrat-appointed Colorado Supreme Court has ruled against Trump, supporting a Soros-funded left-wing group's scheme to interfere in an election on behalf of crooked Joe Biden. I can't wait. Hey, Eli, I got to say this. Even as a Christian, I can't wait for George Soros to die. I can't wait for that man to breathe his last breath under those saggy, baggy eyes. I can't wait for that man to be in hell burning for the rest of eternity. Can anybody else say that? Like, I know as a Christian, we're not supposed to say that. But man, do I, I cannot wait for God to administer justice on these people. Yeah, we have full confidence that the U.S. Supreme Court will quickly rule in our favor and finally put an end to these un-American lawsuits. This is an outrageous assault on American democracy. Stop saying that and cannot stand. I hate that word. I wish Trump would stop saying it, but I understand what he means. Yes, his son is worse. Can't wait for him to be dead, too. Um, Here's what people don't know because they don't look into this stuff like we do. Do you know who presides over? Oh, we got a troll. Good. Good. Oh, you'll learn something, you moron. Do you know who presides over that district for the Supreme Court? Eli, do you know? 
Do you know which Supreme Court justice presides over that? Well, he goes by the name of Neil Gorsuch, ladies and gentlemen. And Neil Gorsuch is a Trump appointee who's actually been about 70% solid. I'd say he's about 30% not solid. But he's been about 70% solid. Jeremy, regardless, can't his name be written in? Not in Colorado. Now, you can write his name in, but the machine isn't going to count it. Colorado's actually a pretty, pretty messed up state, ladies and gentlemen. You can write any name you want. Ballot ain't going to read it. The, ba- the counting machines ain't going to read it, I mean. But anyway, Neil Gorsuch is the guy that's overseeing this. This will be stopped real quick. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. That's where we are. And this is their latest attempt to try to stop President Donald J. Trump. So now I want to take you, by the way, it's not going to work. Can I, ju- I don't know how much more clear I can say this. Donald Trump will be your next president in the White House in 2025. We will make America great again. We will have the largest deportation mission on planet Earth taking way. That operation will get rid of everybody in this country that shouldn't be here. And meanwhile, while we're doing all that, I'll have to say it again. Look at the thumbnail. We're coming for the rest of you. You can take it however you want. We don't care. We're coming for the rest of you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take you to MSNBC because, you know, Donald Trump has said that MSNBC will be looked at as enemies of the state, will be shut down and people will be prosecuted for the propagandas and the lies, propaganda and lies that these people have spread in our country over the last decade and longer. But wait until you see what Morning Mika and her slow Joe moron husband had on for a guest and what she said, if you oppose Colorado Supreme Court's ruling. This is so, so stupid. I actually feel like a moron after watching this. To the, um, to the Republican candidate's argument that this should be, the voters should have the say and not the courts. Why are you standing with Confederates who betrayed this country? And this is what they're standing with is the spirit of those Confederates rather than the Americans who came together after a long and brutal civil war that was fought to keep the Union together uh, and saw, clearly saw a threat in ex-Confederates running for office, so much so that they amended the Constitution to prevent those traitors from running for office. That should send a message that our election system, our electoral system, can be used for nefarious purposes against the democracy itself. It's clear. Uh, It's clear as day. So if you oppose, if Republicans oppose, what the Supreme Court in Colorado did then you're siding with the Confederates. You're siding with a 200-and-some-odd-year-old army that doesn't exist anymore. You're siding with the Confederates. Call it what you want. You could say we're siding with racists. You can say we're siding with Martians. You could say we're siding with Russia. You could say we're siding with anything else in the world, and we're still coming for you losers. You're not safe. You will never be safe. You will see justice in our lifetimes. All of you. 
and, and I go to sleep at night every night with people like Spaz and other morons in the world on my mind going, the same thing that I did in 2016 when Donald Trump won then. I sit there every night with a smile on my face and go, oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to have that big smile on my face. Now, see, after we won in 2016, I smoked a big fat cigar. I drank on a little bourbon. I kicked my feet up on the desk and I sat there from one in the morning until four in the morning with a shit eating grin on my face because I knew the whole time that the man was going to win, just like I know right now. And all you morons out there that are like cheerleading for the destruction of the Constitution, your heads will be crushed first. And I'll be sitting there smoking a cigar, drinking a little bourbon, watching that day too. Now, here's what Fox News had to say about it. Of course, they want to jump on a bandwagon, right? They want to be relevant again. People, the Democrats in Colorado are so afraid of allowing American voters to vote and pick the next president. They are willing to do extrajudicial things, complete highway robbery here in order to thwart the people's choice from being on the ballot to them preserving democracy requires destroying democracy and that's who we're dealing with these people are unhinged they're lunatics and they're very dangerous yeah i mean it's more than voter suppression it's more than voter intimidation it's the elimination of the voter You can't vote for the guy you want to. It's as simple as that. And it's because the court ruled in their opinion he's an insurrectionist. She's not been charged with insurrection. She's not been convicted of insurrection. It's just their opinion that that's what happened. There were their names, folks. Should we get their names back up on the screen? I think we should. That way you can jot them down. There you go. Melissa Hart. Monica, I think I'm a man, Marquez. I never understood. Eli, you know what I never understood? I never understood why lesbians try to look like dudes. You know what I mean? That is the weirdest thing. Just go date a dude. You know what I mean? Oh, and by the way, all you gay guys out there, women's have, women have butts too. Like they have anuses as well. You know, I just don't get it. Sickening. Sick in the head. Not born that way. Sick in the head, disgusting, sexual deviant. Yeah, or when a trans woman is with a trans man. Stupidest thing I've ever seen. What's that, Eli? It's being straight with extra steps. It's being straight with extra steps, he said. <laughs> Monica, I think I'm a man, Marquez. That's what the M stands for in her middle name. Richard Loser, Gabriel, and William, whatever W stands for, Wussy Hood, the third. Can you imagine being a third of something, Eli, by the way? I'm Eli Ellis, the third. Well, uh, Cool. Yeah, who is the second? Is there going to be a fourth? Who's on first? Who's on second? <laughs> oh, Monica looks like Rachel Maddow. So does Richard. <laughs> I'm done. Peace out. So sorry. My HS says to stop listening. What's HS? By the way, I wouldn't let anybody tell me to stop listening. I got to keep doing what I do. So those are the four, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you know who they are now. So maybe legally and somewhat respectfully, you can. Gina says, can we light them up? Of course you can. Just don't threaten them. Don't threaten a Supreme Court judge, state or federal. Don't do that. But you could tell them how stupid they are right? You can tell them how uneducated and wrong they are. And you can also tell them legally and career-wise, we're coming for you. 
So you now heard what MSNBC had to say about it. You now heard what Fox News had to say about it. Let's go see what Vivek Ramaswamy had to say about it. Because I haven't heard that hide nor hair from Ron DeSanctimonious or Nikki Birdbrain Haley or the Donut King himself. Just tried to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. This was a provision, Section 3, that was designed to bar Confederate members, people who switched to the Confederacy, from actually being able to serve. That's very different than what's at issue here, to say the least. This is a hollowed-out husk of what the country was built on. The basic principle that we, the people, select our leadership, not the unelected elite class in the back of palace halls. That's old world Europe, not the United States. That's why I'm making a pledge today that I will withdraw, I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary ballot unless and until Trump's name is restored. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie and Nikki Haley do the same thing or else these Republicans are simply complicit in this unconstitutional attack on the way we conduct our constitutional republic. I refuse to be complicit in that. I think what they're doing is wrong. And I think it's up to Republicans to step up and stand up with a spine for our country's future. That's really what's at stake. Whether we the people actually have a say in deciding who leads this country. Yes, it would be easier for other Republicans like me who are running in this race to say, hey, if Trump is sidelined, there's our opportunity. No doubt other candidates are probably privately celebrating with their corporate sponsors. That's not the right thing to do. I think the most useful thing that every GOP candidate can do right now is to join me in that pledge. I'll say that I will withdraw from that Colorado GOP primary ballot until Trump's name is restored. This belongs to the people, not to the unelected Democratic cabal of judges in Colorado or any other state. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Chris Christie do the same thing or else they're complicit in what the security state is trying to do to shut down Trump. I stand by that and I expect them to do the right thing. Now, Sean Ferris said, that's leadership. I said, actually, that's cheerleadership, but I'll take it because he's correct. He's 100% correct. That is an integrity move. So big shout out to Vivek. Now, I got to, I got to, I, you know, I got to do it. I saw it in the chat. You know, if you, if you say something in the chat, most likely I'm going to see it, right? Because I got eyes everywhere. Jeremy, I don't understand you sometimes. I wish you would be more Christ-like. You can do your show without hate, without the hate that you sometimes spew. God bless. You're 100% right. You are 100% right. The battlefield, though, is a rough place to be, especially when you've had FBI uh, knock on your door multiple times and had death threats to you and your family multiple times. When you understand the battlefield, it's a little difficult to kind of keep everything in check. We are still in the flesh, by the way. But you are 100% right on that one. I don't, uh, I, I, I think you, uh, I don't want to argue with you there because you're 100% right. But it is what it is, right? Uh, moving on. So now we've heard what Vivek had to say. Um, and now let's see what the Colorado Republican Party is going to do about it. The Colorado Republican Party is now considering a significant shift in its presidential primary process because of this. In a bold move, Party officials have threatened to abandon the primary system altogether, opting for a pure caucus system. There you go, folks. There you go. I think this, I honestly believe that this is the way to go. And I think every Republican um, 
party in every state should be willing to do this. This drastic consideration comes in response to the recent ruling by the Colorado Supreme Court, which would disqualify President Donald J. Trump from the 2024 ballot altogether. The controversy intensified when Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy announced his decision to withdraw from the Colorado primary. Ramaswamy's move is a protest against the unconstitutional attack on the electoral process. He called on Chris the Donut King Christie, Ron DeSanctimonious, and Bird Brain to do the same. We've still not heard any word, at least not as the start of this show anyway. Okay? Um, quote, they have... Oh, I, I'm not going to read the quote that I just, I just played the video. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, the Colorado... Uh, Republican Party responded to Ramaswamy's call and said that instead of participating in primaries, the party is considering shifting to a caucus system. You won't have to, they said, because we will withdraw from the primary as a party and convert to a pure caucus system if this is allowed to stand, the party wrote on Twitter. So, to the Colorado Republican Party, you know it, I know it's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give him and them and Vivek Ramaswamy the coveted LFA TV Smarty Award of the Day because they both deserve it for that one for the for the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day let's go ahead and give it to the Colorado Supreme Court you will not win let's bring up the rumble chat if we can Let's see what the LFA family has to say about all of this. I, what was that? Hold on. Let's, can we roll back there? I love you just the way you are, Jeremy. I appreciate that. I understand what you meant about the guy with the hatred, but Soros is our enemy. I'm going home Christmas night. Well, God bless you for that. Smarty Awards. Colorado is always, was always a caucus party. When did the Dems use cheating to change the primary? What is a caucus system? That's a good question. And I believe you should maybe go and look and see how Iowa does it because a caucus is different in a primary. That's why Iowa has to do a caucus because New Hampshire stayed the first in primaries. We love you. Never change. Well, thank you very much. When is your music CD coming? I got, so, I got two new songs I'm working on. One is We're Coming For You. The other is uh, Rapture Ready. Losers and dum-dums. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, says Scotty. Amen. Jeremy, if this would be allowed to stand, then Hillary Clinton, Stacey Abrams, Al Gore, Joe Biden, all should be banned from the ballots. Amen. Can't Lauren Boebert help? Not much. SCOTUS will overturn it. Yes, they will. Jeremy, we understand what you mean. Don't change. Keep on being yourself. Well, we do got to change for the better. We definitely always got to change for the better, but I understand what you mean, and I thank you very much. Um, finally, integrity. Amen. And let's get all the way to, I kind of slowed this down a little bit. I love you, Jeremy. You are the bomb.com, says Honeybun. What's up, Eli? Back. What's that? Back. Alicia's back. Yeah. Alicia Wida is back. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we all need to celebrate. Alicia Wida is back, ladies and gentlemen. I even lost my voice there. I was so excited. I even lost my voice. I was like, why, 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 why? You know what we got to do, Eli? Go ahead. Let's, let's, uh, let's celebrate some good times real quick. We got to. There it is. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate, appreciate you being back. What's that, Eli? She's pregnant. She's having a baby. Oh, are you going to name it Jeremy? I would just saying. 
<laughs> and a baby on the way. Amen. What a blessing that is. What a blessing that is. Amen. All right. We're going to move on, ladies and gentlemen, because we have new evidence that suggests that no audit was performed by an uh, by election machine testing company as claimed by Brad Raffensperger. Uh-oh, is Brad Raffensperger about to be in some trouble? Well, you guys know that yesterday was December 19th. And if you guys watch LFA TV, then you know that December 19th was a very pivotal day because December 19th was the day in which we were going to get all that information that yours truly dug down and got a few weeks ago and gave to the Trump team personally through Bernie Carrick. But let's get into the story, and then I'll tell you what the ultimate findings were. Um, the claim was that on November 17th of 2020, that Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger made an announcement that an audit using forensic techniques was completed with no signs of foul play in the 2020 election. That statement previously appeared on the Secretary of State's webpage and is still available via the Wayback Machine. Okay? Now, from that statement, Secretary of Brad Raffensperger last week ordered Pro-V&V and U.S. Election Assistant Commission Certified Testing Laboratory to do an audit of a random sample of machines to confirm no hack or tamper. Quote, Pro-V&V found no evidence of the machines being tampered. Pro-V&V conducted an audit of random samples of Dominion's voting systems, voting machines, throughout the state using forensic techniques, including equipment from Cobb, Douglas, Floyd, Morgan, Paulding, and Spalding counties. ICP, ICX, and ICC components were all subject to the audit. In conducting the audit, Pro-V&V extracted the software or firmware from the components to check that the only software or firmware on the components was certified for use by the Secretary of State's office. The testing was conducted on a Pro-V&V, uh, Pro-V&V laptop independent of the system itself. The problem is that besides a watered-down audit report, there is little to no evidence that this audit actually took place, meaning that Brad Raffensperger would have lied about the whole thing. Okay? I'm going to play a quick video from you. This was from public comments of yesterday's state election board meeting in Georgia, which, by the way, Trump actually had some representation there because of all of you and us here at LFA TV. Roll it. Thank you, sir. Most people in here are very familiar with the Ligon report that came out in December just following the election of 2020, especially my friend Sam back there. What he said in that was there is ample evidence that this cannot be certified. Now, why is that important? Because Judge Ligon, Senator Ligon, was a judge for 16 years in Brunswick, Georgia. If anybody knows what evidence looks like, it's Judge Ligon. So shortly after that, on December 17th, I'm sorry, December 22nd, Secretary Raffensperger had a press release that said, I'm bringing together all of government to go after 250 credible cases of fraud in the state of Georgia. 250 credible cases. Two weeks later, he went to the United States Congress he wrote a letter to Vice President Pence, 
all the members of Congress and said, nothing is wrong in Georgia, there's no fraud. In three weeks, we solved all these 250, at that time, known issues of fraud. So you tell me where the fraud is. Many of us, including some attorneys, looked at the letter, a 10-page letter to the U.S. Congress. It had 42 false statements in it. Our Secretary of State told 42 false statements to the United States Congress and Arrest him. the Vice President. Arrest him. So within that document was the pro V audit. He told us, the citizens, he told the SEB, he's told many courts that this pro v and audit took place. I worked with Governor Kemp. I worked with Evan Myers, one of his uh, attorneys. I worked with the Inspector General, Scott McAfee. And they tried to convince me that the Secretary of State and pro v and told them that this audit took place. Well, I asked them, how many counties told you the audit took place? Zero. Wow. We did open records requests to the counties, and it came back where zero audits were done by Pro V&V. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. So that means that the Secretary of State lied 43 times to save his own butt. Did you expect any different? Did you expect that Brad Raffensperger was on the up and up and he wasn't a liar? We know better than that. So ladies and gentlemen, what I would like to do right now, if we have this, which we do, it looks like, I want to uh, enlarge this real quick. And I want to show you guys the, uh, the findings for your own two eyeballs, okay? So what you're going to see is that Fulton County counted 20,713 votes, okay? 20,713 votes, ready? That did not exist in the 2020 election according to public record request. Let me say that one more time before I get to the meat and potatoes of this. And I think this is another round of sharing time, folks. Breaking news. Fulton County, Georgia counted 20,713 votes that did not exist in the 2020 election according to a public record request. And Trump only lost by 11,779 votes. Does anybody want to take a guess on what the majority of those ballots read for a name? It was Joe Biden. Now let's bring this up on the side-by-side here. Added tabulator results. In addition to the problems detailed above, the original election night vote count includes results for 10 advanced voting tabulators for which Fulton County has no records. That is, the tabulators do not exist. There are no poll open tapes, no daily status tapes, and no poll closing tapes. They are ghost machines. We submitted open records requests to Fulton County specifically seeking the 10 tabulator tapes. But Fulton County responded by saying they had no such records. To follow up, we sent two emails to the Fulton County Records Department and the Fulton County Custodians of Records, Steve Rosenberg, seeking clarification to determine if the records were missing or if they exist. Records department replied, 
the records do not exist. And ladies and gentlemen, those 10 tabulator tapes total 20,713 votes, all of which were included in election night results. So what do you think about that, Brad Raffensperger? What do you think about that, Brian Kemp? What do you think about that, Fannie Willis? What do you think about that, Georgia Democrats? What do you think about that, Jack Smith? What do you think about that, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland? Got him, and we knew it. Donald Trump won Georgia. Donald Trump won the 2020 election. The left stole it. They used machines. They used um, uh, measures like blocking people out of, uh, of watching the polling stations, putting up all the stuff in the windows, shutting down voting until they brought in trucks and trucks and trucks and trucks of ballots. This is the proof that I gave the Trump team a week ago to Bernie Carrick so that they could have representation there. And ladies and gentlemen, the truth shall always set you free. All right, folks, it is time to take a quick break and go to a word from our next partner and sponsor and one of our longtime partners and sponsors that we really, really do believe in with our whole hearts, and that is the EnviroCleanse unit. Ladies and gentlemen, we are clearing things up with the 2020 election. We are clearing things up with the 2016 attempted steal from Hillary Clinton still. So we might as well clear the air a little bit and take a deep breath and just realize that faith in God and making sure that you're walking that narrow path, everything is going to work out just fine. But in your own home, ladies and gentlemen, you can also take a deep, clean breath with the EnviroCleanse unit, which will purify and destroy any airborne disease, bacteria, or virus within 1,000 square feet of that central location of that very powerful EnviroCleanse unit. It uses HEPA filter technology, It is so incredible, ladies and gentlemen, that our Department of Defense has these on our Navy submarines for our Navy men. Because, ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing out there on the market that will have you breathing more clearly and better than the EnviroCleanse. And I got to say, I got to say, if my mom did not have an EnviroCleanse, she would have died. As you guys know, my mom is currently in the hospital. And if she did not have that EnviroCleanse, there's no way she would have made it even to that last moment when we got her to the hospital. Her fingertips were blue. And if she was breathing terrible air during that, she always said that having the EnviroCleanse on made it feel like somebody lifted weight off of her chest. So ladies and gentlemen, if this is something that you think that you could benefit from, go to ekpure.com. That is ekpure.com. You'll get a free air test kit so you can test what your air is in your house prior to turning it on and after. And you'll get save up to $150 by using the promo code LFA. And you can even make payment plans. EKPure.com, the best air purifier in the world. EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen. Now, when you have Democrats, independents, minorities, and Jewish folk all running from the Democratic Party to go vote for Donald Trump, you know that things must not be very good in the United States of America. And that's exactly what we're going to go and show you right now. This rabbi put out a video about why we desperately need to reelect Donald Trump. 
Because if we do not reelect Donald J. Trump, not only is our country done, but Israel will be wiped off the map. And this is a, excuse me, a powerful message. Since October 7th, when Hamas brutally raped, tortured, and murdered over 1,400 Jews, the media has repeatedly stated that Hamas terrorists do not represent the Palestinian people, that most Palestinians are good people who just want a better life for their families. President Joe Biden said that, quote, the vast majority of Palestinians are not Hamas, and that, quote, Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people. The media repeats this mantra so often, most people accept it as unquestionable truth. But it's worth asking. Do Palestinians support Hamas and its terrorism? In 2006, Hamas won a majority in the Palestinian Legislative Council, which represents Gaza and the Palestinian-controlled areas of Judea and Samaria, also known as the West Bank. They remain the majority of the council to this day. In 2006, Hamas expelled the Palestinian Authority from the Gaza Strip and have had total control there ever since. Some would argue that since Hamas was elected 18 years ago, they have lost the support of the Palestinian people. But as recently as July 2023, polling by the Washington Institute shows that 57% of Palestinians in Gaza expressed a positive view of Hamas, despite the destruction and tyranny they have brought upon the Gaza Strip. And according to a Palestinian Center for Policy and Survey Research study from 2021, 53% of all Palestinians, not just those in Gaza, now agree with the statement, quote, Hamas is most deserving of representing and leading the Palestinian people versus only 14% who say the same of Fatah, led by Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas. Mahmoud Abbas was elected to a four-year term as president of the Palestinian Authority in 2005, but they have not held another election ever since because everyone knows that Hamas would win in a landslide. Hamas is the chosen and preferred leadership of the people of Gaza. More to the point of recent events, several surveys by the Palestinian Center for Policy and Survey Research show that over 71% of Palestinians support the murder of Jews. And a new poll released just a few days ago asked Palestinians if they support the October 7th Hamas attacks on Israel. 64% of Gazans and 83% of West Bank Palestinians responded that they support what Hamas did. Of the 75% overall Palestinians who said they support the Hamas atrocities of October 7th, 59% said that they extremely support and 16% only somewhat. And only 12.7% of Palestinians said that they were opposed. None of this should surprise us as the Palestinian education system teaches children from the youngest age that murdering Jews is a sacred act. Well, they're teaching that to our children right here in America now, too. Our children in America are also chanting, from the river to the sea, Palestine shall be free. When you hear kids, when you hear kids, ladies and gentlemen, children, young children saying that, that's terrible. Children, A, shouldn't even be chanting anything about death and destruction to somebody, but definitely not learning that kind of hatred towards an entire people. So here's a Jews for Trump two and a half minute um, 
we could probably shorten that. Here's a Jews for Trump. Let's shorten that to, yeah, let's cut that in half. Here's a Jews for Trump video. We got that? <sighs> Always something, isn't it? We love, we love technology here. We love technology. Never been more clear. We need. Hold on. Okay. Now we got it. Now we got it, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. Run it back. With Israel at war, it's never been more clear. We need to reelect Donald Trump. Allow me to explain. In 2015, under Barack Obama, the United States entered the JCPOA, also known as the Iran nuclear deal. This deal enriched Iran to the tune of tens of billions of dollars, allowing them to sell their oil, giving them the cash to fund terrorists like Hamas and Hezbollah. And Obama's been doing that the whole time. He signed the deal. Even though Israel didn't want him to do that, he tried to get Bibi Netanyahu uh, out of office by interfering in their elections, doing exactly what he said that we shouldn't do here. Um, But when you have Jews and minorities and everybody going for Trump, it's a landslide. And that is why they have to get him off the ballot. They either have to get him off the ballot or assassinate him. And they're going to fail at both, ladies and gentlemen. They will fail at both. Now, speaking of failure, we cannot speak of failure, Eli, Unless we talk about Hunter Biden. You cannot say failure and not say Hunter Biden in the same sentence, or else it doesn't make sense. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and just last week, Hunter Biden defied a congressional subpoena, which, by the way, we know what happened to... Let's see, we know what happened to Steve Bannon when he defied a congressional subpoena. We know what happened to... Um, Oh, what's the gentleman that works with Steve Bannon there, uh, Peter Navarro? We know what happens when he defied a congressional subpoena. But when Hunter Biden defies a congressional subpoena, he can still stay at the White House, our White House, flying on our Marine One, hiding from the logs because he's not supposed to be, well, it wouldn't look good anyway, if Joe was hiding his son while he's running from a congressional subpoena. Let's see. We were all just watching the first family's return from Delaware on Marine One, and my colleague Peter Ducey noticed someone hop off the chopper who was not on the passenger list the White House gave us, Hunter Biden. So Hunter is apparently here at the White House after uh, defying a congressional subpoena uh, while being indicted and facing a maximum of 17 years behind bars on the financial crimes, plus another 25 on the gun charges that he is facing, John. Well, there you go. Look at that. Old Hunter. Where's Hunter? He's on Marine One. Where's Hunter? He's being hid by the White House. By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, everybody, Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro, and everybody that ever um, was targeted by the Justice Department or targeted by the, by the left uh, for not complying with congressional subpoenas, first of all, they should file a lawsuit immediately against the federal government because that clearly is biased. That's clearly favoritism and that's clearly using your position for power, right? So they should file a lawsuit immediately. I don't know what in which capacity that would be done, but it would be definitely to say, look, if you're going, it's got to be fair treatment under the law, right? This guy's far worse than me. If I'm Steve Bannon, this guy's far worse than me. I run a show every day. I run a podcast every day, and I try to save America. This guy smokes crack Parmesan, has sex with hookers that are underage, and flies them around the world making money off of it. We are not the same. Yet Hunter continues to be protected. 
How long do you think Hunter's going to be protected if we go to civil war? Has anybody ever thought of that? How long are any of these people going to be protected once we go to that point? And I got to I got to give the the statement of the day to Cat Lover. Make gallows great again. Amen. Amen. Now, speaking of civil war and insurrection, and we are not the same, and a dual ju- a, 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 a justice system that's got two sides to it, Linda Sarsour led a pro-Hamas anti-Israel insurrectionist uh, group of insurrectionists into the Capitol yesterday. And we have still to see the DOJ throw them in the D.C. gulag along with everybody, uh, the other J6er in there, except for Jacob Chansley, that is, who's out making money with his stupid horns on. An insurrection unfolded at the U.S. Capitol yesterday as Linda Sarsour, a known anti-Semite and Democrat, was reportedly, (laughs) there you go, anti-Semite and Democrat. Does it get any worse than that? Was reportedly seen leading a group of pro-Hamas anti-Israel demonstrators inside the Capitol building. This event was labeled as an insurrection, echoing the terminology used for the January 6th events. Of course, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene took to social media, immediately expressing her alarm at the situation. She wrote, insurrections happening now in the Capitol. Is that Linda Sarsour leading the pro-Hamas anti-Israel insurrectionists? Very serious ties to terrorists and progressive Democrats, if it's her. Arrest them all and throw them in the D.C. gulag in solitary confinement, just like the J6ers. Hey, guess what? I agree, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I agree with that. We have a video of this. Yes, we do. We're going to put that on a side-by-side real quick. Are we back? Are we back? All right, guys. Sorry. Are we back? Yes, we got. Stay right there. We're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. I know a lot of people are probably freaking out right there. Our our software just went completely down out of nowhere. You know what it was, Eli? I'll tell you what it was. We put those scumbags on the TV. We put those scumbag rat protesting cockroach losers And the TV was like, oh, gross. What is this? Is this a virus? This feels like AIDS or something. Now let's go ahead and roll that again, shall we? No more weapons. No more wars. Freedom's what we're fighting for. Guess what? You know what we're going to say? All of the weapons, all of the war, your eradication's what we're fighting for. Can we say that one? We're going to start making our own chance, Eli. When we go to these places, you know how they do, from the river to the sea, Palestine. We're going to do that too. But we're going to say from the river to the sea, you can be as dumb as me. 
Every time they make a chant when we go to these places, we're going to make the same chant showing their stupidity. I want to thank everybody who stayed with me, by the way. God bless you. Those are the people that are real fighters right there. People said, oh, no, something happened. Now, speaking of January 6th insurrection, folks, we need to talk about that real quick. The January 6th prisoners that are still stuck in the D.C. gulag and are not uh, like Ray Epps and not like Jacob Chansley, uh, they're dying in the gulag. They're suffering. They're getting beaten. Beaten. I guess that's the word. They're being, their medicine's being withheld from them. I wouldn't be surprised if there even some of them are being raped. But the J6 political prisoner known as Ryan Samsel can't walk right now. And he's suffering from life-threatening condition in solitary confinement. And judges, marshals, and guards, and Congress couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. Meanwhile, Jacob Chansley is out. I want to talk about that for a minute because I know I talked about it a little yesterday or the other day, and I, I know we put out a, uh, a short clip of it on Instagram. Everybody wants to know what my problem is with Jacob Chansley. He did his time. He got out early. No. My problem with Jacob Chansley is this. The left never loses a good opportunity. They never let a good opportunity go to waste. Amen? Jacob Chansley, to the left, was the face of the insurrection that never happened. Agreed? Now, I don't think anybody should be in prison for what Jacob Chansley did. However, because of the fact that he was the face of it, because of his stupid face paint and his shirtless body and his dumb bull, uh, buffalo helmet he had on. And that the Democrats made him the face of it for the first six months. He was all over every news station because he was the most polarizing to the eyes. Do you really think, do you honestly think that this man would have been given a court date, a trial date? given jail time, let out early on good time, while all these other people who did far less, meaning didn't even walk into the Capitol, that's what I mean when I say did far less, didn't even walk into the Capitol like he did, didn't sit in chairs like he did, didn't stand up there on the, in, in, in the chambers like he did, they're still in prison. They're still in prison getting beaten, having their, having their livelihoods taken from them, Black eyes, can't walk, don't have their medication. They can't even get a court date. So you tell me how the face that the Democrats used as the insurrection got a trial, got a quick court date, got barely any jail time, left on good terms way early, and is now out still wearing the stuff that he wore that day and he's making money, running for office, calling people like Matt Gates a coward. I reached out to him through people I know yesterday to come on, still have not heard. I put out a video on Instagram that's got like 30,000 views. He's not on there. These people are still rotting while that loser is out. I don't care what anybody says about him. He doesn't pass the smell test. He's a fed. 
and January political hostage Ryan Samsel can barely stand, can barely walk, throbbing pain pierced him up and down his left arm. Doctors discovered blood clots and, his, and, and surging through his, his, his massively swollen leg, locked in a hole in the D.C. gulag. He calls correction officers for help, begging to see a doctor. They don't care. The Supreme Court of the United States has long held that jails and prisons cannot, die essential, cannot deny essential Medicare or medical care to people who are incarcerated because it's not human conditions, deeming medical deprivation to be cruel and unusual punishment in violation of the U.S. Constitution, but activist federal judges are having a field day breaking the Constitution, pissing all over the Bill of Rights, and leaving people in jail without due process because they've got them in D.C. Meanwhile, Jacob Chansley's running around. Get out of here. You'd have to be a moron to believe that. And all these people that are taking pictures with this douchebag, if that guy ever came up to me, I'd be like, stand back, Fed, because if you come within a foot of me, I'm going to drop you. Stand back, Fed boy. Oh, we got people leaving because they don't like it? Get out of here then. Go somewhere else. Go play touch butt in the park with some liberal moron. Go play with Jacob Chansley. These people are suffering in this prison with zero court date in sight. I'm not playing this game. Wow. Wow. Eli, I think I need to take a break before we go to the next story, huh? I get a little worked up over that. Well, speaking of medications and speaking of health, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's a good time to talk about the wellness company. Now, check this out. I talked a lot about spike proteins to you guys in the wellness company. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to read this to you so I don't get this wrong because I'm not a doctor, okay? What you see on your screen right now is called the Signature Series Spike Support. And I'm just going to give you in a nutshell what this does. It reverses the dangerous and and, and destructive things that that the vaccine has done to your body, that spike protein. Okay? If you're not thinking that something is going on at this point with so many previously healthy people experiencing myocarditis, blood clots, turbo cancers, menstrual irregularities, miscarriages, and the new SADS phenomenon then you're not paying attention. Amen. The culprit is the spike protein. The spike protein is lingering threat from both the vaccine and the man-made virus itself, linked to all kinds of long-term health issues. And even Pfizer is now admitting that the spike protein is causing all these problems. So many people are looking for answers, myself included, and ways to stay healthy despite the spike proteins that are part of our population now. And while we know the answers won't ever come from mainstream sources, truth-seeking doctors like Dr. Drew, like Dr. McCullough, like Dr. Stella Emanuel, and more are providing the answers, ladies and gentlemen. The spike spike support formula is a unique blend of natural ingredients aims to block and dissolve spike protein in your body so that you can get back to pre-COVID feelings and stop waiting for someone else to do something. Their website has uh, testimonials of customers reporting increased mental clarity and energy levels, among many other things, whether they get got shot or not. Reclaim your health today, ladies and gentlemen, and go to twc.health. 
slash LFA. That is TWC.health slash LFA. Get 10% off your order. Check this out. If you go to MedKits, look at the COVID emergency kit, folks. This thing is awesome. Be ready for the next variant. It's called the election variant. And don't worry about access to life-saving medications, ladies and gentlemen, because you'll have everything you need right here. The COVID kit. Look at what comes in the COVID kit. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, generic Z-pack, nebulizer, arbuterol. $250, ladies and gentlemen, for the COVID kit, unless you use the promo code LFA today. TWC.health slash LFA. I ordered the spike support to help me. That's awesome. Please let us know how it works for you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do another big round of sharing because we've got uh, a lot to get to still. (laughs) You know what, Eli? We might need a three-hour show before we're all said and done. I don't know if we're going to have enough time to get up through everything. That's just the way she goes. Jim Jordan has now subpoenaed Attorney General Merrick Garden Gnome Garland because of the Department of Justice spying on Congress. Quote, if the department's representation is accurate, it indicates that the executive branch used its immense law enforcement authority to gather and search the private communications of multiple legislative branch employees. That's already true, Jim. You already know that as well. Who are conducting constitutional oversight of the department's investigative actions. Actions that were later found to be unlawful. I love it. He issued a subpoena for Merrick Garden Gnome Garland yesterday. And in the letter, the committee and the department represented the legal process used, which reportedly sought the private communications illegally. If the department's representation is accurate, which we know it is, then it's another major, major constitutional law broken by our own Department of Justice. When, oh, when are we going to get some district attorneys that have a spine of steel to do what fat Alvin Bragg did and fat loser Fannie Willis did? When are we going to get some Republican DAs that start bringing charges up on these people who violate the Constitution within their state borders? Because it could happen every day, all day. Maybe, just maybe, we need to start running for district attorneys. If anybody out there has got a law degree or practices law, maybe you should run for a district attorney in your area and then bring charges up on Joe Biden because that's what's going to take at this point. So we'll see what Merrick Garden Gnome Garland says in front of Congress. It'll probably be a bunch of this, Eli. That's under investigation right now. I can't talk about that. Ah, the Department of Justice holds everything into such high regard. We love everything. We love this. We love that. It'll probably be a bunch of nothing, but at least we're putting pressure, and that's what needs to happen. Now, now we're going to go talk about the southern border for a minute. So, ladies and gentlemen, got to get a little bit of energy in me. While I'm drinking some of this Field of Greens, why don't we bring up the Rumble Chat, and let's see what the live audience has to say about everything that's going on in this two-hour show today. Most are on the Soros payroll. Where's Eli's mic? Doesn't have one. I've been keeping my grandson stocked with arbuterol for his asthma. He is a manager at Outback, and his co-pays are outrageous. Amazing. Can you imagine how scared China Joe would be if Cash Patel was on their butts? Our DOJ is corrupt, don't you think? You are on fire, Jeremy. Well, thank you very much. Can you bring on my gill? Not sure what that means. You mean the guy running for office? That Gil? 
Everything leads back to King Obama. There you go. Mike Gill exposing General Flynn. Oh, Mike Gill, not my Gill, Mike Gill. I don't know who he is. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up, says Suzanne. Amen. Jeremy, contact CousinTees.com for sponsor great products. I would love to have a sponsor for Cousin T's pancakes. I actually love the pancakes myself. Why we don't get Eli a mic? Because I don't feel like it. No, I'm just kidding. We try to. But there's a lot that goes on in these studios. And sometimes if one thing doesn't work, nothing works. So we're waiting until the break for Christmas to actually redo things in here. Great idea. Amen. Yeah, I think so too. God bless the USA. Where's the beginning? Where there is a beginning, there will be an end. Amen. The White House isn't a church, so they are harboring a fugitive. That's what I'm talking about. It's time for people like, um, what's that wussy's name? Who's our, who, I even forgot his name, Mike Johnson. Hey, Mike Johnson, you're a loser, and we're going to be doing a motion to vacate you in no time at all as well. Because you've become a loser too. It's amazing how these people just become losers immediately, Eli, isn't it? Like, where's your integrity, Mike Johnson? Oh, I'm reading the Bible. Great. Can you do something that it tells you to do? Anyway, moving on, folks. Biden campaign, if there is one, co-chair, is afraid that Democrats will be blamed for the border crisis. Eli, who wants to tell her? (laughs) Are you afraid that Biden will be blamed for the border crisis? Who else would be blamed for the border crisis? I want to thank Mike Lachance for this story. Representative Veronica Escobar, a Democrat from Texas, is Biden's campaign co-chair, and she is reportedly worried that Democrats in the country will be blamed for the border crisis. Who exactly does she think deserves blame for the invasion of our southern border? Oh, it's Republicans. This is how out of touch these people are. This is how uh, people are really frustrated. They want to see order. They want to see the government manage the situations, Representative Veronica Escobar said when she told Politico this yesterday. Unfortunately, Democrats are getting the brunt of that right now, and people have brainwashed themselves into thinking that somehow Donald Trump solves this. Here's some facts for Ms. Escobar that we put together for. During the fiscal year of 2023, more than 2.47 million encounters were reported along the Mexico frontier, with more than 240,000 illegal apprehended in October alone, the most recent month for which stats are available according to the data from the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. That influx has put such a strain on liberal states and cities because we keep sending them there when we should be sending them right back where border state governors have directed the new arrivals. So she thinks that this is not a Democrat problem. This is a Congress problem. This is a Republican problem. And that Donald Trump is somehow going to come in and fix it. And that is wrong, she says. Who else would be responsible? Other than Democrats. Wasn't happening under Donald Trump. Not like this. But here's the problem. Is that they've changed it. They've stolen the narrative. They've spun the narrative. And now every person in all these cities are crying. Eric Adams, 
right? Mayor Brandon Johnson in Chicago. They're all crying. We can't take this. You wanted it. You think that Texas can take it? You think that Arizona can take it? You think California or New Mexico, you think any of them can take it? They don't want it either. So why don't you point the finger at the right person? Oh, that's right, because you're afraid of the FBI coming after you. The issue is not just how we respond in the city of Chicago. It's we have a governor, a governor, an elected official in the state of Texas that is placing families on buses without shoes, cold, wet, tired, hungry, afraid, traumatized, and then they come to the city of Chicago where we have homelessness, we have mental health clinics that have been shut down and closed, you have people who are seeking employment. The, the governor of Texas needs to take a look in the mirror of the chaos that he is causing for this country. What? I mean, this is not just a Chicago dynamic. He is attacking our country. Joe Biden attacked your country. You're attacking your state, your city, and Democrats are attacking the Constitution day in and day out. Now, while I don't like Greg Abbott in any way, shape, or form, Governor Greg Abbott is doing exactly what any other governor would do, getting them the heck out of his state. Now, unfortunately for the Republican Party and for the people of Texas, their governor should be shipping them right across the border again. And when the federal government says anything about it, they should say, good, come get us then. Come do something about it then. We're following the law, you're not. Thank you, New York girl. Donated $20, Eli, to our cause. Thank you so very much. Merry Christmas to you. Now, the ACLU has filed a lawsuit against Texas over the law allowing state and local enforcement um, officials to arrest illegal aliens. But again, it's only a misdemeanor, so who cares? Arrest them and say, look, if you come into the United States illegally, you're going to be shot. I bet they don't come no more. Governor Greg Abbott signed Senate Bill 4 into law on Monday, and the lawsuit was filed yesterday. The law makes it a crime, a state crime, but only a misdemeanor to come over the border. If they were ordered to leave that state, they will be transported to a port of entry at the Mexican border, even if they are not from Mexico and had only passed through it. We expect a dramatic drop, well over 50%, says uh, Governor Greg Abbott on Monday. According to the report, the lawsuit was filed on behalf of El Paso County and two illegal uh, immigrant rights organizations. It names Texas DPS Director Steve McCraw and Bill Hicks, El Paso's district attorney. The federal lawsuit asks the court to declare the law unlawful in its entirety and block the enforcement. Now, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. If something supersedes or goes outside the Constitution of the United States of America, it is unlawful and illegal and you don't have to abide by it. And we have a lot of things that are unlawful and illegal and that we abide by that we don't have to as regular everyday Americans. But if I was the governor of an estate like Texas, I'd say, who cares? I don't care about your ruling. I don't care about your lawsuit. The next person that comes in this t- into this state illegally is getting a, a bullet to the forehead. I guarantee you four or five people take bullets to the forehead. The rest of the cockroaches will turn around and run back to Mexico. I don't care where they came from. And you need to start getting tough because when people invade our country, we have the right to kill them. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. When people invade our country, we, the American people and governors and well-organized militias have the right, if we are truly being invaded, 
to kill them. Any country that is being invaded, you have the right to protect yourself and your people. And how many people are getting robbed? How many people are getting mugged? How many people are getting raped? How many people are dying from the drugs? How many people are being human trafficked? Now, you guys know that Ryan Matta has exposed a lot of human trafficking done by our federal government. Trafficking children around the country as soon as they get here. Our own feds. And here's more to back that up. More proof. And I'd like to thank Muckrakers on Twitter for posting this. You guys moving these kids to? You guys got paperwork for these kids? Don't worry about it. You know what? A third of these kids go missing. You guys know anything about this? About, about these guys moving these kids through the airport? Straight up. Look at him laugh. Yep. Welcome to America. Yo, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I could film this in a public place, brother. Where are you guys moving these kids to? Where are you guys moving these kids to? Huh? But do you guys got paperwork for these kids? Don't worry about it. I am worried about it. Don't worry about it. I am worried about it. You know, a third of these kids go missing. That's all right, he said. A third of these kids go missing. That's all right. This is the truth? It is. I don't know. Correct. That's according to the New York Times article. One third of these kids are dropped off at this pond. I mean, these, this looks like a, these look like grown men, though. How old are these kids? You guys work for Compass Connections? Say so. Huh? Say so. Yes or no? Okay, that's fine. Well, this is a public place. I'm allowed to film here. You do whatever you want to do. That's fine. Okay. Why are you guys so secretive? I'm so curious. Like, what's the big secret here? Hello? She's like, you know more than us, so... Huh? She's like, you know more than us, so you tell us. That's true, we do. Okay, I just don't understand. Like, why are you hiding your face, man? What's the big secret? Hey, amigo. Amigo. Amigos. Instructed not to talk. You tell talk. these kids not to talk, huh? Yep. Yo, amigo. Damn, man. What's going on here? Got him shook. Got him shook. You can hey, tell by the way they're acting. I'm, I'm just filming for my own safety. You guys know anything about this? About, about these guys moving these kids through the airport? Straight up. America, where we move kids through airports? You guys proud of what you're doing here? It's pretty wild, man. Welcome to America. Welcome to America as they laugh, smile. Even the boy, even the guy at the uh, uh, behind the thing, he's like, yeah, it happens every day. Welcome to America. I can't wait for these people's teeth to get kicked down their throats, Eli. Do you know how bad? And I know I shouldn't say that, but I cannot wait for that day where I know that all these people's teeth are kicked down their throats. These sick, evil individuals. What? Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. I saw that too. Eli said at first he had the paperwork exposed. The guy that has the, the thing up over his face. Go ahead and put that up. See the guy that has the thing over his face right here? At first that paperwork was exposed, right? 
So we're going to zoom in on that and we're going to get that paperwork and we're going to see what it says. Judgment is coming. That's right, VSSR. Judge or JR, VS, VSSJR17. Judgment is coming. And judgment happens to be in the form of Donald J. Trump, ladies and gentlemen. I'm at a loss for words at the people in our and positions of power, how they're just so willing to do it, just like they were under Hitler. I'm at a loss for words. Now, I want to show you guys a video here, if I can. I actually show you a few videos. Right now, people that don't want to be brown shirts, people that are in our military that are trying to say, hey, this regime is bad, Well, ladies and gentlemen, they're saying it, and they're saying it in uniform. Roll it. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not correct. That's not right. Hold on. There we go. After that, you go to deployment. That's between eight months to nine months. Think about how much time you miss with your child. Reason number five, you do not have 100% say on what you want to do. And I can elaborate. We go back to that. These are my top five reasons on why you shouldn't join the military. Reason number one is pay. We do not get paid enough for what we do. I'm not here to say that we get paid pennies. I'm just saying that we don't get paid enough to perform the mission that is tasked to us. Reason number two, family. You will not see your family often. You might see them on holidays and and that, that's about it. I can elaborate. Reason number three, schooling. Now, I know you're like, whoa, that was a benefit. But it's requirements you have to meet first to be able to get to that schooling. So if you're thinking about joining because of schooling, just go to school. Reason number four, if you're a parent. Now, if you join single and get married and then have kids, that's one thing. But if you're already having a child and you're thinking about joining, don't. You got to think about it. Boot camp is between six to eight weeks. After boot camp, you go to school. That's between 10 days to a year. After that, you go to deployment. That's between eight months to nine months. Think about how much time you miss with your child. Now, remember when our military men and women were proud to be military men and women? I was in the uh, army. I was young. I was dumb. But I was proud to be there. My parent or my, uh, my grandfathers were both in the wars. Korean War, right? They were proud to be there. And it's not really this one man. It is many. I'm going to show you more. People don't want to be in the military under Joe Biden. Join the motherfucking army. All right, number one, I know what y'all, I know what y'all want to hear to pay. Starting off, like, first, like, E1, I'm pretty sure you're making, like, 1600 a paycheck, and that's, like, not... Not what well, like taxes, state taxes, uh, your GI bill coming out. That shit not free. You got to pay for that, definitely. Number two, this shit is very goddamn like physically demanding, and the fucking army don't give a fuck if you fucked up. You better show up to PT, goddamn it. Okay. Uh, addiction, bro. Caffeine, nicotine, alcohol. So what you're seeing here, folks, are people that we're settling for. People that, have, people that have somehow been 
recruited in and we have no standards. Remember we talked about standards in the military, about how they're dropping standards. Wouldn't you say that we've dropped some standards a little bit? These people are joining the military and they don't want to be in the military. So they're sitting here and they're bad-mouthing the military in uniform. In uniform. Here's some more. Here's the ladies. In uniform. Imagine bad-mouthing the military in uniform on social media. Imagine being that weak of a military where this is now happening. I think I got one more here, too. If, maybe this is, a, I don't know if this is the same one. Oh, here's another one. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and it looks like the screen went off behind me, but that's okay. Something else will come back up there because that's how we do things here on LFA TV. But there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Our military is not only weak, and depleted, but it's also got people like that inside of it. It's got people like that that do not care at all about who they are representing, what they're fighting for. Of course, of course the military is like that. That's why it's called the military. Let's pull up the rumble chat here real quick. Can we pull up that rumble chat? Let's see what the LFA family has to say. About this, do we have some military men and women in here? I know we do. I know we have some people who fought proudly in our military. Fought proudly day in and day out in our military. Weak because of O'Biden. That's the point that I'm trying to get to right there. That's the point. Yes, retired Navy. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Almost 5,000 watching. I know we've had a strong audience today. Biden's America is a damn nightmare. That's probably, that's, that's it right there. My neutered cat has more testicles than they do. Bunch of wussies nowadays. My son-in-law. Oh, I didn't get to see that. I apologize. Raising entitled brats, says Suzanne. Dishonored, discharged. My son is active military, JRBDAB79. Thank him for his service. No one wants to enlist under this administration. That's what it is. That's what it is. They're not giving, we're, we're not, we don't have our best men and women in the military anymore because we don't have national pride anymore. We don't have a national uh, sense, a uh, point of view that our country is worth fighting for anymore. We have such division and destruction because of the left and because of rhinos that nobody holds the military in high regard anymore. There used to be a standard and you used to want to go to the military. People used to sign their name on the dotted line and they would go die for this country. Nowadays they're like, I'm not getting paid. I'm not eating so well. I have no privacy. I can't be on my social media. And they're doing it in uniform. Wow. Eli, you got something? I might be way off base here, but our taxes go to pay for the military, right? Right. So why are our fighting men and women having taxes taken out of their pay? Eli says, our taxes go to pay the military, right? And I said, yeah. He goes, so why is the military getting taxes taken out of their pay from the taxes that we paid for them to get paid? America. America. That's the only thing I can say. 
It's the only thing I could say. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to move ahead. We're going to skip ahead here. I'm going to um, see that, Eli. I'm doing a two-hour show, and I still don't have time to get out all the news. We're going to go to New York. If you live in the state of New York, we're going to go to New York real quick because New York is one step closer to giving reparations to black descendants of slaves. How are you going to find out who is a black descendant of a slave? And what happens if that black descendant or if a descendant of a slave is now white? Because that can be a thing too, right? New York State is one step closer to giving reparations to descendants of slaves. Uh, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, the Wicked Witch of the East on Tuesday, signed a bill that gives a commission power to consider giving your taxpayer dollars to descendants of slaves. The Democrats are demanding hundreds of thousands of dollars in reparations per black person. Hundreds of thousands of dollars per black person. So you could be a descendant of a slave living in a nice house, nice job, worked your way up. Hey, you get that hundreds of thousands of dollars because you're a victim. See, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a world of victims, right? And you'll pay for it in New York. Here's what I say. And I know this is a lot easier said than done. And I know I'm going to get slack for this. You really want to destroy Colorado for what they did? You want to destroy New York for what they're doing? Everybody that has jobs and money, leave. Leave. Bankrupt them. How are they going to, get the, how are they going to give money to uh, descendants of slaves then? New York will undertake an ambitious effort to address the state's history of slavery and racism, establishing the United States' second statewide task force to examine whether reparations can be made to confront the legacy of racial injustice. Right, because if there was racial injustice, Eli, that there's not, but if there was, it would go away when these people got money. I said these people too. That's probably racial injustice, right? I think Dave Chappelle told us what would happen if black people got reparations. They'd work so hard to give that money right back, he said. He said stocks and FUBU would go way up. <laughs> oh, I got to love us some Dave Chappelle. Anyway, folks, she signed the bill that would empower the commission, which, um, uh, by the way, slavery ended in 1827 in New York. But also its subsequent effects of housing discrimination now and nowadays, biased policing, income inequality, and mass incarceration of African-Americans. It is far too early to find out what kind of restitution, whether it's cash or whatever, houses, land or whatever. But New York is, seems to be hell bent on taking your hard-earned money and giving it to descendants of slaves. Again, Eli, what happened, right? What happens if the slave had sex with a white woman and they had a mixed baby? And then that mixed baby had sex with a white woman and they had a mixed baby. And then that mixed baby had sex with a white woman. And they had a mixed baby. Pretty soon you're white. Can I be a white slave? I'll bet you if I go back in my family tree, somebody somewhere was enslaved. Maybe probably in Ireland. Can I get some money? What about the Irish slaves, Eli? What about the slaves that were not black that were had right here in America? I identify as black and a slave. Give me money. Money me now. Right, Eli? Right? I'm going to do blackface. Eli said they probably tell those people, well, you were eligible for this much, <laughs> but because you have this percentage of whiteness in you, we got to reduce the reparation by that percentage. So if you got 39% white in you, we're going to reduce your reparation by 39%. You see how stupid this becomes? 
Wow. So, so if you guys live in New York, you might want to think about uh, getting out of there as quick as possible. Now, we've got two more sponsors to talk about, and then we're going to finish out the show strong. So for those who stayed, you guys are awesome. For those who left, hopefully you'll come back and watch it a little later. But the first one I want to talk about, folks, is OFP Farms. Look at that. Look at the little goat. Look at that little goat right there. Oh, I love widow animals. Well, ladies and gentlemen, check this out. Look at all these beautiful gift box sets. Now, it is too late for you to get your Christmas gift boxes to your house on time by Christmas. But some people like my family, we do our Christmas like our immediate families, or I mean our extended families, we do on New Year's. So you can still get a Christmas gift box set from OFP Farms If you celebrate on the New Year's. Now, here's something that I really want to show you guys. Check this out. Ladies, I know there's a lot of you watching. This is for your husbands. Okay? Guaranteed he's going to love this. The men's beard and bath set. Kentucky bourbon soap. Ladies and gentlemen, how about that? Look at this set. Look at that comb. Look at that Kentucky bourbon beard wash. Look at that beard balm, ladies and gentlemen. What husband would not want this? Get yours today, folks, at OFPFarms.com. That's OFPFarms.com. And they will give you a wonderful 15% discount when you sign out and you sign out that purchase. You put in LFA15. LFA15 will get you 15% off for this great present for your husbands. Get yours today at OFPFarms.com. That is OFPFarms.com. Promo code LFA15. 15. Also, ladies and gentlemen, goldco.com. Do not, folks, you know what I'm going to do? Eli, you got to remind me. Tomorrow I got to bring in a piece of silver um, because I wanted to show what, uh, I'd never held silver or gold before. Uh, Goldco, I'm going to their site right now. Um, I never held silver or gold before. And when I finally got some folks, I was like, it just felt different. You know what I mean? It just felt different than holding regular money. So if you have been thinking about maybe getting some, uh, some coins or maybe thought about transferring your IRA, 401k retirement, or any kind of IRA that you do have, you can put it in gold and silver, folks. And look at that. They will look at Carl Olivero pops right up. Can I talk to you? He's a real guy. He will talk to you. Gold Co. is the industry leader because of the fact that they have access to more gold and silver than anybody else in the country, but they also buy it back at the highest guarantee possible right? Top-rated precious metals company, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, rated AAA by the Business Consumer Alliance, and earned over 5,000 five-star customer ratings, folks, and this is where I got mine. Go to goldco.com today, goldco.com. Use the promo code LFA or just call 855-450-1394 today and request a free kit. Okay, we're almost there, Eli. We almost did it. Chip Roy, I showed this video to you guys not too long ago. Now, you've probably known, you probably know by now that I have completely turned on Chip Roy. I think Chip Roy is a scumbag. I think he's a rhino. I don't like him at all. I would never vote for the man. I will never give the man a time of day. If I ever talk to Chip Soy, I like to call him. He's not Chip Roy. He's Chip Soy. Chip Soy boy. He's a rhino pile of trash. And if you don't believe me, I'll replay this for you, and then I'll tell you what Donald Trump said about it. Brothers and sisters, particularly in the, uh, you know, uh, MAGA camp, I think, uh, 
particularly enjoy the circular firing squad. You want to come at me and call me a rhino, you can kiss my ass. Look, I've spent a lifetime fighting for limited government conservatism. I have laid it all on the line. I've not seen my family but for two days in the last 30 days. You go around talking your big game and you thumping your chest on Twitter. Yeah, come to my office and come out of a debate, mother. You know why? Because I'm standing up for this country every single day. And Steve, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to go to a nunnery. Because, God damn it, there were people wow. who were buried over in Normandy who deserve us to stand up for what they fought for. So that's what I'm going to do. And all of you fuckers out there who are out there saying what you're saying out on social media, you stick it. I'm going to go down to the floor and do my job, and I'm going to stand up for the people who fought for this country. And I'm going to do it the way I think is right for the people that I represent. That's what I think. What happened to a country where we can't even have order? Mm -hmm. You want to know what Ron DeSantis should be talking about as being the governor who can restore order as president of the United States? And I'm sorry for the swear words, especially for the using the Lord's name in vain. But that kind of gives you an idea of who Chip Roy really is. Chip Soy. Chip Soy Boy Roy. Right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump criticizes rhino congressman Chip Roy and encourages smart and energetic Republican to contest Roy's seat because he's very beatable, especially with a Donald Trump endorsement. He took the truth social on Monday to encourage a Republican primary challenge against Texas Congressman Chip Roy. So if you live in Chip Roy's district and you thought about running, Donald Trump, if you're a MAGA candidate, he will get behind you. He will back you, okay? He says... Has any smart and energetic Republican in the great state of Texas decided to run in the primary against rhino congressman Chip Roy? For the right person, he is very beatable. If interested, Donald Trump said, let me know. If interested, let me know. He is willing to back you if you will run. And here are three rhinos whom I used to like. And all three now, I can't stand. Roll it. The polls are supposed to reflect public opinion, not shape it. That's the reality. And what's going to decide this election are the people on the ground, not polls. The people in Iowa. That's the beauty of our process, right? We're for principles, not princes. We don't coronate anybody. We don't let polls decide. It's the American people through this process and the people of Iowa who take it very seriously. It's awesome. It's a great experience. My kids are out here. They said, Dad, this is kind of like a congressional race. In other words, they thought it would be bigger. And they're like, no, you're out shaking hands, meeting with people. The governor's been to 99 counties. He's absolutely killing it, outworking everybody, uh, being out here in Iowa. And that's the process that will, that will actually, I think, send the right candidate to be the Republican nominee. And that's Governor DeSantis. DeSantis, Chip Soy, and Kaylee McEnany. All Fox News, Paul Ryan uh, puppet, puppets. And uh, I used to like every one of them. I used to like Ron DeSantis, I used to like Chip Soy, and I used to like Kaylee McEnany. And now every single one of them are losers. And that's why places like LFA TV are so important, because it exposes these people for who they are. So go ahead and play I'm it. A loser. You all get the loser award of the day. And if anybody out there wants to challenge Chip Soy, Donald Trump is ready to hear you. And, I'm not what and we'll get the word to him. To you don't know how to get the word to him, we'll get the word to him. If you want to run against Chip Soy in his district, we will get the word to Donald J. Trump. Now I want to end the show with talking about my friends in the show me state of Missouri. My family originally comes from the state of Missouri, migrated to Illinois, and then I migrated out here to New Hampshire. 
The state of Missouri right now has a very, very great opportunity to elect a MAGA candidate, okay? Valentina for Missouri. And this message is from Valentina directly to Donald J. Trump. Roll it. Once you hear about the work that I'm doing to become the next Secretary of State of Missouri, I will happily accept your endorsement, and together we will make America great again. Say that again? President Trump, once you hear about the work that I'm doing to become the next Secretary of State of Missouri, I will happily accept your endorsement, and together we will make America great again. She says, once you hear about the work that I'm doing in Missouri, President Trump, I will happily accept your endorsement. First of all, kudos to the courage for that woman and the just upfront, I'll accept your endorsement once you see my record. Basically, she's saying, hey, Donald Trump, vet me, vet me. And once you do, I am so good. I am so MAGA that I'll happily accept your endorsement. And together, we will make America great again. Ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do is search for Valentina for Missouri and you'll find her. Valentina for Missouri and you'll find her and we'll work on getting her on the show. Well, guys, that's going to do it for Live from America today. Two hours is already gone, but don't worry. You've got Kevin Smith and Loud Majority coming up next. I want to say, first of all, I do apologize for anybody out there that I might have offended today. With my non-Christian rhetoric, I get a little heated when we're talking about trafficking and sex molesting and an and, and, and invasion of our country and, and a destruction of our people. I get a little worked up, okay? Um, I am a Christian man, and I do repent for my sins, and I do feel bad for the things that I do when I get off that path, and I want to thank those people for reminding me in the chat. I don't want to scold them. I want to thank them. And having said that, ladies and gentlemen, please go to JeremyHerald.com. JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Sign up to be a monthly or one-time donor because this is a viewer-funded show. And check out our store where we've got a lot of great merch there. And remember this. There are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. When I get done, I'm going to see if I can hit that camera with this snowball that I'm going to make out of this paper. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. I love you guys. Have a great day. Peace.